Hello and welcome to Above the Clouds, the Angel City podcast with two homies from the Upper Deck. I'm Jeremy Rist. And I'm Kyle Scoble. We're your co-hosts who review the home games and talk about everything related to the club's inaugural season. What's going on? Whew. It it was it was quite the weekend, quite the game. Quite the game. Yeah, that was a tough one. That a was a tough one. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was like the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so it's like, it's funny because, so for those of you that um, missed it or didn't actually catch the game, Angel City scored really early on again. We love it. First like 10 minutes, both goals. <laughs> <laughs> and then gave up late goals again. And it, yeah. if it, if that sounds familiar, I think it's because it is. It's now becoming a theme. Like, I mean, last minute goals. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. And we, we like start way too hot. Um, but I mean, yeah. Well, and so... <laughs> Yeah, we were reviewing the home game last night that was Angel City versus OL Rain, the team from Seattle who did not have Megan Rapino um, mm-hmm. because of a red card suspension, but did have Sofia Huerta and Rose Lavelle recently back from um, playing with the national team in that qualifier. Um, Huerta was an absolute beast yeah. and for sure let it be known that. I think she was hands down the best player on the field. Um, I just feel like, yeah, I feel like she, she made herself kind of known. And I think there was like a pretty clear talent gap, I think between their top players and, and our top players. I mean, yeah, their squad is just really good top to bottom too. Yeah. It Which is, is why really... it hurts to be up two zero against a team like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, and we had them. You know, yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm. I guess I'll just ask you and see see what your your answer is to this. But like, what's the kind of what's your main takeaway, or like, what was the main mistake that we made to kind of lose this game? Um, ah, the main mistake. I think the main mistake was like honestly thinking that we wouldn't have to do anything different to hold the lead. Like we yeah, did that's not, a, that's, yeah. we didn't really change the way we played with a two nothing lead and we don't really hold leads in other games. We don't have a ton of games where we have leads, but I think that's my biggest issue is like, there was never really felt like a change in tactics. There were subs, but it didn't really feel like there was a change in tactics. And that was a game that I think needed it. A hundred percent. That's exactly what I was, what, what I would say is, is my biggest kind of takeaway is like, you know, the first substitution of the game being Madison Hammond for Jasmine Spencer. Um, I think, was this like a halftime substitution? No, or it was first she... half. Hammond got hurt. Okay. She went down and called for the sub. Um, I don't know if it was like was a, it a hamstring or something. I think it might have something like that. Um, which, yeah. dude, so unfortunate because that was by far her best game. I know. It was, she's it was like, this, like, and yeah. that, that assist, or she pretty much got the assist on the, um, on the PK. Like, yeah. she made the the penetrating pass that like mattered the most. Um, 
And like, yeah, it's good to see her out there playing like that. We're finally getting away. This is the first time that we didn't have a converted attacker <laughs> playing outside back. You know, <laughs> we had four defenders back, back there four, yeah. and we were pitching a shutout. You know, it's like crazy how that works, you know. Yeah. Um, but then Spencer comes in and like, I'm confused by that. I mean, is 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 she fully back from her injury? Was she maybe still... Like, why would she, if she's playing, why would she not start over Hammond? But yeah, like, what that is think? interesting, right? Like, why not start, if it's limited minutes, start her and then sub her off or something. Uh, I guess so. Cause like yeah. she was the starter. Like, it's generally mm-hmm. not considered like polite to a player like that, a veteran player like that to kind of lose your spot for like a and minor she was, like, injury doing really well it wasn't like she, was, she was doing well starter she was she was doing really well so yeah so that was I, interesting yeah i would say like and and this is the point this is the point that we're making is kind of like this is a coaching issue i would now say like we've already thought right. that freya's lineups were kind of funky and like we don't really have a good sense of like what she's kind of going for with these lineups i mean another thing i think we should talk about later is like the use of endo you know, still being very kind of unclear on like what role she's actually playing. And that just kind of feels like a lot of talent that is getting kind of squandered in lineups that aren't really maximizing her. Right. Um, And then I also kind of just think like if you're up two against a team that's ahead of you in the standings, what's wrong with making tactical decisions at that point that are more defensive like why would you not do that why would you not do that totally totally i mean yeah it's just like like we have have swaby on the on the bench the jamaican the jamaican defender we've still kind of like yet to see i mean weatherholt wasn't playing particularly well we could have just kind of subbed on a defender for a mm -hmm. midfielder Totally. You know, or like taking an attacker off and put on a more defensive minded midfielder like nabbit could have played yeah this, you know, that, that was a second half screaming for Nabbit ex- for that type of player. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like young, mm-hmm. defensive minded, ready to run. Ready to run. And he's like, like, here's the I other think thing. She's, she's pre planning the subs. Mm-hmm. It does kind of feel like that. It does kind of feel like that. And I think um, what comes down to like my biggest struggles with like the not changing anything was like, we are so slow at switching the ball. Yeah. Like, like we. <laughs> So many times it goes into the midfield and then it goes back to a center back and then it'll go out wide. And, and Nabbit doesn't do that. I think Nabbit, one thing I think she does very well is get the ball out and like move it quickly. Like she's not going to get the ball stuck at her feet, but that's, that's, that's a good compliment for her. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't noticed that like particularly, but I'll definitely take your word for it. I mean, I, she was doing something that was working when yeah. when she was playing. I'm, I haven't really like watched her and like kind of figured that out. But yeah, I mean, a, a good midfield player who's got some fresh legs like that. Mm-hmm. That game is is screaming for somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just screaming for like if you don't want to do like five in the back or like a three five two or like do like a four five one or something, like just like clog the midfield up, you know? Like we had no presence in the midfield and our defense was just defending for forty five straight minutes, you know? Yeah. Like they get well, their first goal. Well, should we go for all the goals first? 
Sure, let's do that. Yeah, let's. There were five goals in this game. There were a lot of goals to just go down. We'll kind of yeah, and that'll give you a good sense of the game. So um, yeah, go ahead, set them up. What, what is, I forget what is the actual minute of the okay? So ninth minute for the first goal. Kari Ricaro trailing center mid. Um, this play was pretty fun. Um, I'd say this play. I don't know if actually which play I think was better between our two plays that led to goals, but um, pretty much Emsley got played down the line um, on the right and uh, did Emsley get played down? Actually, I forget how it gets to yeah. Emsley. So it's like, it starts with like a really good hold up play from LaRue who sets it back to McCaskill who gets like some, some space down the middle and um, starts running and plays like an aggressive through ball to Emsley, who's further out on the right side, yeah. who rifles it in. And the goalie kind of makes a mess of it. Yeah. Um, and like really just it. pops it out to like the one player that that could be <laughs> like problematic for. Right to Kari. <laughs> um, yeah. And Huerta like almost stops it. Almost, almost. Yeah. But good trail job by Kari. Um, that's like exactly what you want your center mid doing. It'd be nice if there was another forward in the box. Kari's <laughs> kind of like the farthest one forward. And I think maybe like another interesting note here is that like she is so far forward because I had previously thought of her as the six. Yeah, no, totally. You know what I mean, totally. And it's like, and you got her now in this game. Like, I think Weatherholt was the six, and like for our listeners not familiar with like that term, that's like the. Center, um, center midfield, who's playing the most defensively? Yeah, it's like the nickname home. for that is like the six because typically those players wear the six, the number six. Back in the good old days, no. Back in the good old days, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can also kind of tell on a team where there's not somebody actually wearing the number six and playing center defensive mid. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of missing a player like yeah. that. So, like, we don't have that, you know, and so like. I mean, shout out to to Ricaro for getting up and like scoring that goal. But I, it was it, you know, that was strange to me a little bit seeing her that far mm-hmm. out the field. But mm-hmm. I mean, she scored, so she she did a, a decent job in that position. I think she got a good rating for the game. Um, yeah, she ended ended the game with an eight point four, which is a really really high rating. I was impressed by that rating with her. I'm not questioning it. I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. That's the highest of the whole team. Yeah. She had the yeah, best yeah. game according to this. Um which is interesting. I think I probably left I don't know if I would I don't know if I disagree with that. I'm not yeah. sure who else would have but so Weatherholt had the worst rating of our midfielders and McCaskill was a seven point four. So it was kind of um I don't really even know what goes into these numbers, but it they do seem to be a pretty accurate you know, one to 10 type indication yeah. on like who played well. Um, and yeah, Ricara was 8.4, McCaskill 7.4, and Weatherholt 6.4. Yeah. So I don't know what's up with Weatherholt though. I, you know, again, like thought she was one of our strongest midfielders, if not the strongest midfielder. But yeah. Just well, maybe, maybe, that, game, maybe like, that shift kind of, because she definitely felt like she was staying more home. Um, rather than Kari, and maybe just that shift of positioning didn't fit her. 
She feels, I mean, I don't know. I agree with you. Like it feels like Kari's the six and and Danny's more of the eight that kind of shuttles the ball around and, and gets the connecting passes. And that felt like what we were yeah. missing today. Um, and McCaskill's so, the 10. You know she thinks she's the 10. Yeah. <laughs> Prey is in her ear telling her she's the 10. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, on this on this first goal, like she certainly, you know, she's she's got that skill to play those saucy little outside the foot passes with some mm-hmm. nice curve on it and stuff. Like she has the confidence to hit it. So I'm, I think she's our 10. Yeah. I think so. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah. So that's uh, Angel City up one nothing. Um, that's early on in the game. When was eighth minute? So again, eighth, that's another minute, yeah. like. So I lied. The, both and, goals weren't in the first ten minutes, but they were both still early on. Um, and then next up we got Madison Hammond with an absolutely incredible through yeah. pass from the right um, defensive position. She's playing right outside back. Um, makes a great. Through pass to LaRue, who runs onto it, looks like bodies the hell out of the defender. And her positioning is so good. It totally makes that play. She like hits the defender, but also kind of in hitting the defender, gains position. And then it looks like it's kind of tripped intentionally. Yeah, she gets Um, between the defender and the ball. Yeah, she gets between the defender and the ball, shoulders her off, and then gets clipped and taken down. Um, I saw online that there were some people kind of trying to say that like LaRue's out here throwing elbow. That looked like a good PK to me. Yeah. So like that's a PK and the, and the defender gets the yellow card too, because it's like, yeah, that was a, a, a way unnecessarily harsh, like pretty, uh, what do they call that? A cynical foul. I'd say that yeah. was a cynical foul. And McCaskill puts it away. Easy. And no McCaskill question yeah. on the PK. She's, she is good at PKs. Oh yeah. She is good at PKs. She's been yeah, she's she's been really solid for us so far this year. Gets the goalie going the wrong way. I don't know if she kind of faked her out or if that was just the goalie guessing, but um yeah, we weren't we weren't sweating on that one, which was nice. Um mm-hmm. so now that's two nothing. Um We're riding high, baby. We're feeling great. Ramsey's going crazy. The group, the group chat with is the score correct? Like yeah, yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, and like, let's just say, like, wild night for soccer in Los Angeles. Like, yeah, Ramsey, who's normally with us at the games, Urban Pitch family, um, is not at this game because he's over across town in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl for Real Madrid Juventus, ninety three thousand strong. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're <laughs> over huge. in the middle of downtown Los Angeles with, I think, another sold-out game. It was. Right? Or, yeah, we actually haven't said that yet, but they did another sellout. That's back-to-back sellouts. Uh, yeah. 22K. Great atmosphere. And like a Saturday night game, yeah. like, oh my God, it was perfect temperature. Sunset. Yeah, it was like, perfect. Yeah. That, I mean, like Southern California soccer, <laughs> you cannot, like, you can't beat the weather and the outside. Like, it was, it was just so good. Yeah. And the place was going nuts. It was an absolute party. Um the uh, fan section looking great. Yeah, it was packed everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that was great. That yeah, was great. Van- Vanessa Bryant sighting on the jumbo mm-hmm. screen she at got one point. Like a standing ovation, deservedly so. Yeah. Um, so really cool. Yeah, and awesome for LaRue to to draw that PK too. Like she's again. You know, making the most of her opportunity here, coming in 
she and, completely is grabbing it and and taking yeah. it. It's yeah. so it's so it's like what would we do we be doing without her? I, I really don't know. I mean, yeah, she and like, could you imagine like press? I mean, on and this Emsley too was well all too. over the place. Yeah, I'm sorry. So let's look at the. I'm just like, could you imagine press and her like coming in at this stage in the season when like press was just starting to cook? Like seriously, oh my god. Yeah. Um. So Larue ends the game with a six point nine, which is pretty low for. Yeah, what I thought. Like, I don't know what what's impacting that score. Like, I would have expected her in the sevens probably, but yeah, me um, too. She might. I guess she was quieter. Lose the ball or something, you know, where like counts as a possession loss. But it was kind of like she was played through and didn't have much of a chance. Or that's the one thing about the ratings that can be like harsh on players. Mm, Interesting. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, whatever the score, the scores are what the scores are. Like, you know, these, these are just kind of fun to go over. They don't, I don't know how, like not written in stone. And then, so we got Sydney with the 6.9, Endo with 6.5, Emsley with 6.6. So that's Endo with the lowest score of all of our forwards, um, which is not great. Like we definitely need more from, from her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I I'd hinted earlier. I think maybe that's kind of like lineup issues. Um, yeah, it's hard formation issues or something. But um, you know, I, I don't know. I just both. I see her yeah. as the dangerous left winger, and like mm-hmm. I really feel like she started the season, you know, scoring a goal from that position. And it's like, mm-hmm. let's just stick to that. You know, I mean, yeah, she's such a young player. Like I I feel like I'd rather have yeah. her kind of in a spot trying to figure it out. Totally. You know, I, I totally. don't know. I, I don't like know what's that. so hard about that for, for Freya. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely think she's a, like a wide attacker because she can cut in really well and she's good on the ball. And so like when you go wide, she can kind of get that one V one set up. I think um, I would want her putting in at least like three dangerous crosses a game. Yeah. From the left. I, from the left. You I'd know, like to see her cross well a little more. I think Freya has the front line switching around too much. Like, yeah. they switch sides a lot, and then there's times when Endo's even in the middle and LaRue's out wide, and it's just like, I can understand switching wingers sometimes, but I just think you let them kind of develop the game a little bit and, like, yeah, and start to out. even, like, figure out the defender's tendencies mm-hmm. that they're going yeah. against. Oh, this exactly. person you know, is playing a little too aggressively. Like maybe I could use that against them. The good at, dribblers at are like, like setting them up for the next possession, you know, and like mm-hmm. seeing how the defenders react to this move or this, like where they are on the field and like that kind of stuff. And if they're constantly switching sides, the, the attacker can't really figure that out on the, on the defender. Uh, I think the other thing is Endo is like pure creativity and like no finishing. And when we lose our other star forward, I think it hurts her a lot too. Mm-hmm. I think she really needs a forward banging goals in, and then the space will be there for her, and that's when she flourishes. And when we're in a position like this, and it, hopefully it'll change with LaRue, but when she's like really the offensive creativity, and like LaRue, LaRue I don't think is an offensive force the way Endo is, you know? And mm-hmm. And I think Endo really needs someone else to kind of keep the spotlight off of her. She doesn't feel like she's the main woman yet. 
Well, and I think she likes to be on the ball a lot too. Mm-hmm. And I would say that like LaRue doesn't. Mm-hmm. So in that way, like they should be kind of like a good partnership, but I don't know, something hasn't totally clicked yet. I don't think for, for Endo up top. Um, I mean, even like the midfield is getting jumbled around and shuffled around a bunch too. Like we'd already talked yeah. about that. So like, you know, you're kind of playing midfield, but like kind of slightly different spots in the midfield and like the forwards are playing forward, but switching a lot too. Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, we can, when, when it doesn't work, it's just kind of like, why is everyone like, why isn't there more defined positions on this team? Yeah. Well, I mean, the positioning of the midfield, I think is definitely lacking, you know, and, and some of the goals even, I think show that. Um, where like there's these clearances out and it just kind of goes to the rain player and they're like right back at our defense. And it's like, where is the midfield right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah. And I think also like, I think Endo's also the kind of player where she, you're, you're right. She needs to be on the one where on the, on the ball a lot and like build that rhythm and she needs to be past the ball. Like she needs to be given the ball and like, we're not good at that right now either. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of definitely also feeds into why she can kind of disappear. Cause like, it feels like she gets touches and gets completes passes. But if you look at the stats, it's actually like not that much. Yeah. Especially for last night, at least. So, um, so yeah, I think it's just hard for her to get a rhythm going and she feels like a rhythm player, a confidence kind of attacker. You. Yeah, totally. And I, I mean, along with the, like if you're looking at the stats, we lost every every single category. Yeah, you know, yesterday, like by a pretty handsome uh, margin as well, too. And then, mm-hmm. um, I guess like move. So let's let's move on from us scoring goals. So now we're kind of done with the happy stuff, and we are you know it's dark as things quick. progress. <laughs> yeah, like they hit the post on on an incredible shot from mm-hmm. from Fishlock. They like beat DD and have the ball kind of like trickling in almost for us to kind of like sweep it off the line. So there's these, and we kind give of like, up a PK in the first half. Oh my God. And we give up a PK in the first half. DD yeah, saved, so had a game and we still gave up three goals. DD saved a PK and we still gave up three goals. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I mean, they had a lot of goals that they could have scored. Yeah. I think that's a that's a new like advanced soccer metric is the expected goals, but yeah. I'd have put that thing XG. at like 10 for them. <laughs> XG. Know? I actually am curious what their XG would be for that game. I uh, wonder. But yeah, Didi Didi straight up saved the PK too. Yeah, no, she got it good. That was a good save. That was a legit save. But but yeah, I mean it was like yeah, Fishlock hits the crossbar like less than 3 minutes after we go up to nothing. And it was it was like the Okay, yeah, this team's really good. Like, yeah, they still they have sixty really, minutes. It was impressive. I mean, I like talk about good coaching. You know, I mean, like from mm-hmm. for them, like they were so not rattled by by being down yeah. too. It's very impressive. Um, they they were not rattled whatsoever, and they didn't even have like the person that I would point to as kind of like their you know obvious captain leader. Mm-hmm inspiration mm-hmm. in in Rapino, but like yeah. they were they were very unfazed um and i don't know i don't know what that speaks to but you know uh i and mean I, on I one hand i definitely think oh go ahead it's like 
they have supreme confidence in themselves, but I'm also like, it's a little disrespectful to us too. Even the fact that they remain so cool <laughs> after like being down to and having a PK stopped, they're over here. Just like we've, we got this. We just, we haven't proven we can keep a lead though. They know yeah. they're going to score. Yeah. And I, I think part of it too, and like why they're so composed and why we don't stay composed. I mean, like it's a failure of the players and the coaching, but like we also, this is like still the first time these women are doing this stuff together. There is no mm-hmm. culture. There is no, we know who to look to. We know who we're supposed to look to right now. And that's like the captain and the leaders. But like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, they necessarily, not necessarily haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that's definitely one thing that we want to keep in mind. So we're not too harsh on the ladies. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I mean, yeah. and. We're, you know, we're, we're good enough to be putting a couple in, I guess the other thing I'm kind of seeing is, is also just like inconsistency, mm-hmm. you know, being an issue. And I think that obviously comes into play when you're, when you're losing leads and stuff, like we're just not really like, we're not a very clinical machine. And that's exactly this point, kind of you know, why it's a lot of up and down. Yeah. And that's exactly kind of why I texted the group of like, let's, let's see what kind of team we are. You know, Mm -hmm. like this, that's, they score within 10 minutes and it was like, here we go. Like, can we, can we white knuckle and hold on? Mm -hmm. So. Well, and so their first goal comes from um, Fishlock. Mm -hmm. Uh, She gets in, does a little one, two with another forward slips behind Jasmine Spencer, um, which is frustrating to me and not off sides behind Jasmine Spencer. So like she gets right, you know, that's, that's just kind of, that's, that's what we're worried about when we got forwards playing defense. Um, <laughs> but she really gives up some bad territory to her there. And then um, she curls in a shot off the post. So not much that, that Didi could do there. But yeah. I think when and I look we- at that goal, I'm just kind of like, I'm looking at Spencer primarily. I watched it a couple times to see if there was like maybe an offsides, but she wasn't She kind of gets caught ball watching and not like following her runner. Yeah. And like, you could also put blame on, you know, the center backs for not maybe like keeping a higher line at that point. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of, that's, that's tough, um, but a it's good tough. shot it's from a good them. Shot. And, yeah, you know, yeah, off the post. Fishlock was the league MVP last year, so that, oh, was she? Yeah, you know, it's not oh, just okay. anyone <laughs> cutting by her by Jasmine and, and hitting the far post. So yeah, she was she was really good. She was for she sure is. impressive. Um, she is. That's kind of what I was mentioning earlier on of kind of like the talent gap, like that those three. Players I mean, it's for like, them, and it's like casually, you know, the reigning MVP isn't the, the star player on this squad. It says so much about them. Yeah, that's that's going to be a good team. Like that's a dynamic <laughs> that a good team has for sure. Yeah. Um. All right, and then moving on to their second goal. Um, their last this, two goals are good. Yeah. Also, really good goals. <laughs> they um, are good goals. This is um, an insane strike from Huerta, who I was just like so impressed by dude this, um, this thing is on a rope yeah on a rope uh so it's, a, the, it's a corner the one thing that's cleared out yeah it's a corner kick but it's the corner kick that goes through Didi's hands as Ooh, well that's too. right she puts both of her paws on it 
That's and right. like really should be hanging on to that ball. And it gets cleared. It's a decent clearance, but it comes out to mm-hmm. where it's a who like takes a touch and rifles. Yeah, the it defender in. just kind of first times it out, which is what you do when the goalie flubs it. Yeah, it just didn't go quite far enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Huerta just one time left foot volley. <laughs> yeah, she. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, one touch and then and then and then spanked it. So she didn't just like carry it right, right out of there, but. Um, I mean, is she even left-footed too? I was like, is that her off foot? Like, damn. Um, yeah, and there was like no hesitation. And I clearly just drank a lot of like blue Gatorade before the celebration. Um, very, very blue tongue. Um, on, on brand, okay, on brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One touch, and then and then she smokes it. And this is uh, in like the sixtieth minute, right? What when? So. This is in the 64th minute, and then yeah. we make substitutions to bring off LaRue, mm-hmm. which I don't love. Um, she's getting, she was getting a little tired, but it's just like, can we get maybe 10 more minutes out of her, 15 more minutes out of her? Yeah. Um, yeah, and so she comes on, and I think Mary Taylor comes on with her, too, at that time. Um, yeah, Charlie. Uh, Charlie and Taylor, right? Yeah, and like, oh and, no, and Lebehan, Le- Lebehan, Le- 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 actually, yeah, and Charlie, and then Taylor comes on later for Endo. Okay, um, so yeah, it's Charlie for Larue and Lebehan for McCaskill. It just kind of doesn't feel like subs that are really doing much for us. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of they're not impacting the game in the same sense that we end up then seeing. Obviously, like Tobin Heath comes in, yeah. And like scores this winner. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, but I don't know. I'm not like, I mean, it would be great to have all world players coming off your bench and stuff. I understand that's obviously not like how it's going to go or whatever. So like it, it kind of is what it is. I just feel like we're not really getting a lift from mm-hmm. these substitutions. If anything, it's just kind of like we're getting a little worse. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it, and it's just like I'm trying to figure out a positive spin for the way Charlie changed the game, and I just don't have one. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think she she might just be in a like. I feel like I was really impressed by her early on in this season, and maybe she's mm-hmm. just in a funk right now. Like she needs something to kind of snap her out of it, but yeah. she's making the game look tough. Like I yeah. feel like she's just kind of like a split second behind plays or like, yeah, like her touch is just a little big. Like, yeah, she's just, she's making some of the plays hard for herself that don't need to be this hard. Right. So that's a good way of putting it. I don't know. Um, but I, I, I mean, I still, I still think she's got some good stuff to bring to the table. Um, I don't even know if I think, do you think Emsley is a clear better option than her at this point? Hmm. I think it's a little bit tomato tomato. How do you want the team to play? Yeah. Um. I think Emsley is probably a little bit more better defensively in terms of like positioning and pressuring. Maybe I just notice her ponytail a lot because it just flies everywhere. But I feel like Emsley does get involved defensively. Um, I think that she's probably a better passer as well. Yeah, and, and like on the ball. But Charlie will stretch the defense with her speed. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's kind of the big difference there. I would go Emsley personally. I actually have been into Emsley so far. Um, 
Yeah, I think, I mean, especially with like coming in and scoring with the first yeah. appearance that she had, I, I think pretty highly of her. I think she almost had that. almost that exact same goal in the first half yesterday too. Uh, she got it in that same kind of position and tried to side foot it far post. It didn't go in though. Uh, but yeah, no, she's I, been interesting. She's been interesting so far. Um, I do think she's a good passer. Um, and she, she knows she's like to look for a pass when, like when to look for the pass and when to kind of just focus on the goal. Yeah. Um, all right, well, and let's move on to their their last goal then happens. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. You know, God. they're kind of like really applying the pressure and everything. Tobin Heath subs on around like the 83rd minute. How crazy um, is it to bring Tobin Heath on in yeah. the 83rd minute? <laughs> well, I think that's why I'm being all salty about like our subs is because I'm just like, well, shit, they're bringing on like you know, yeah. players that have in scored the same, in the World in the Cup. Same sub, like in, the, <laughs> in the same sub, we brought on Mary Taylor. And no hate against Mary Taylor. She's a rookie. It's fine. But like, that's just the difference in where we're at. Yeah. And so, yeah. So Tobin comes on. Uh, and um, yeah, it's a it's a pass like on the right side of the 18. Huerta again is involved and puts mm-hmm. like a really perfect cross in. I mean, dude, like I just post. love... I love seeing crosses get put in. I just feel yeah. like we are absolutely missing that element and have been missing that element from our attack basically the entire season. You just very and, and, rarely... And, and when you don't do it, defenses can sit back because they know you're not going to cross. You know, like it totally... Yeah, they know you have to come at them. Exactly. Not go around that them. cross. You need that cross to keep the defense honest. And we we are not doing that at all. That's a great point. So, Yeah. I don't know. I've been I've been frustrated with the lack of that, I, and I'm biased too because that was one of my main mm-hmm. like skills in soccer. Myself was like it's I personal. was constantly doing the yeah. I'm like we're not doing the thing. Like I would, I loved putting in crosses. I was not a particularly good finisher, but like mm-hmm. and it's interesting. Love, four three three. You think we would have the width for crossing? Yeah, and that's and I'm saying I want Endo whipping in more crosses and mm-hmm. stuff, but I think. Another thing I noticed watching the game back on on TV today, trying to see like what it looked like from there, it's like it's they had a tall forward too. Mm-hmm. You know, again, just kind of like physically like taller than most of our defenders and stuff too. And like that that always yeah, just looks King good is, to me. King, she was tall. She was pretty smooth. Um, but she didn't really kill us in the in the way that Huerta did. I don't even think Lavelle was like super noticeable. Um, yeah, she actually to me in this game. She yeah. had a couple plays, but I think more like Fishlock really stood out um, as kind of constantly being involved. And then Huerta was just kind of yeah making making more plays than we could handle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to see how tall King is on Rain. So their forwards were five eleven and five nine. Yeah, that's some pretty tall forwards, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Um. All right. Well, yeah. let's go ahead and take a break here, and then with that was our recap there of of all the goals scored. Um, a heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe the last the last thing I would add is um, do you do you think Didi could have had that? I mean, it went through her legs, but from awful close range. Yeah, I don't know. I always, I mean, as a non-keeper, I always have a hard time. I feel like it's really easy to blame keepers. 
<laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, that's, like yeah, it's that's really part of their job. Yeah. yeah, but it's like he had one job. Mm-hmm. That's what's brutal about them. With a, if you mess mess up as a forward, it's like nice try. If you mess up as a keeper, it's like they just scored. Mm-hmm. So no, I think I think she's capable of saving a shot like that. It's not yeah. really like the first one. Mm-hmm. Where like Fishlock smacks it off the post and in, or like yeah. where it does like sending it to the upper ninety, you know, yeah, in yeah, like, in, in the spot you can't reach. I mean, this one totally. she definitely kind of much more had a shot at it, but totally, it didn't feel like. I mean, you know, she was kind of in a position where she was dunking it, like Tobin was. Yeah, that's like that reaction really save like, area where it's just like some keepers just have that reaction save in them, you know? Yeah, um, so, but. Yeah, let's take this break, and then when we come back, we'll get into more recap of uh, of this rain game. Yeah, baby. See you guys on the other side. All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, so we just went through our little recap of the unfortunate loss to the rain last night, and uh, we're going to continue talking about the club, how it's going in the standings, um, and Kyle has some info about jersey retirements that happened before the game. Jersey retirements? program announcements they're kind of uh one in the same okay um so what yeah was this because i missed it so so yeah before the game angel city actually retired the number 22 and um they've mentioned this program in the past i just in the fact that like i remember hearing about it but i couldn't really tell you much about it before this happened but uh they call it the angel city player 22 future program and it's like a it's a fund that provides pathways for retired NWSL players for sports specific career advancement. Um, and they're partnering with the California Community Foundation to select recipients and like manage the fund on their behalf. Um, and it's uh, like part of Jersey sales go into it and like that kind of stuff. And I think they've gotten some kind of corporate donations. But it reached a point where, like, the fund is active now. They have enough where they can start taking applicants, and it can do what it is trying to do. Um, okay. So with that, they retired the number twenty-two in honor of the program. Okay. And um, I would have yeah. assumed that that was in honor of the inaugural season. <laughs> I know, but it I happens. I think because th- they they gave us a whole little speech on why they chose twenty two actually, and uh-huh. it works, but we'll see. Uh, it's because there's twenty two players on the field at once, and I think it also coincides with twenty two being the year we started. Um, I think it's more the year, and then they were able to kind of shoehorn the twenty two players on the field thing in nicely. But whatever works. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, certainly a nice fund, a nice gesture. Um, that sounds like it it should be some real money in people's pockets and I guess help people what become coaches, it would seem or coaches and I think also like business management. I think there is a big push to try to get women running clubs and like making club decisions and agents and uh-huh. like the that business side of it as well. 
Um, okay, cool. Not only on the field. I think it is trying to focus off the field as well. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So that is cool. Um, they had some owners come out and do a speech, and they actually have a banner up that they said will be up for every Angel City game. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, and yeah, it happened. All right. <laughs> um, and <laughs> as is right now, we are sitting um, at the seventh spot in the standings. So that loss was, was again, like particularly tough um, mm-hmm. for the playoff race. So now we are yeah. behind Kansas City as we're recording this. Um, we really close behind them, but really close. Um, behind them, one game in hand. Okay. We've played one game less, but that normally just means it's going to be a midweek game. At this point, we're past halfway. So game in hand just means a midweek game. And it's not mm-hmm. necessarily a good thing when mm-hmm. your squad depth is an issue. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I like say, yeah. with, um, I think it's actually, I forget, we had one game pushed back. What was the game that just got pushed back? That was the Courage game, the Carolina game. Yeah, that game. So remember, with that game getting pushed back, we have like six games in a 21-game span now in September, late August, September. Mm. So that's going to test the depth, and like we don't feel particularly deep. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) we got an exhibition game coming up in like less than two weeks, and then we have another one that first in that stretch of games is an exhibition game against the Mexican national team. Strange. It's a big game. Like yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a friendly or whatever, but it's still a big game. Yeah. For a club to be taken on a national team. Yeah. Um, so for a game that doesn't matter in the standings in the middle of a playoff push. Yeah. Brutal. It's a, little, a little weird. Brutal. Um well, I was going to so we got some other, you know, off the field stuff to to talk about with regards to the uh Kristen Tobin dynamic. Mhm. Um, and how that plays into making that last game winning goal so crazy. Um, yeah, right. How do you, how do we think that went went down at home? I have no idea. I mean, I think the funny thing about about them for me, like from, is like how kind of mysterious they've been, yet like right. are also kind of like huge celebrities. I think because of that, like mysteriousness. Mm-hmm. Um. And like their Twitter following online is just gigantic and like super obsessed with their every move. And they intense. recently it's an officially crowd. came out to yeah. say that they are dating and they are a power couple. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just, I really thought that that would have meant Tobin would have landed with us. Yeah. You know? So it's crazy to see her land up in Seattle and it be scoring goals against us. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you think? I mean, I I can't even I don't know. Kristen I, seems like a little too nice to be like salty about this. I mean Yeah, I don't know. I just don't yeah. That's kind of what I I feel. I feel like Tobin would care more than Kristen. It's yeah. It's hard. That so, was a crazy um it was a crazy way to end that. <laughs> yeah. Cynthia was pissed, dude. She like wanted to leave immediately. Oh shit. Yeah. It I mean that just shows how heartbreaking it is. Yeah. 
another one. And I'll, like these are these these are like not like the last ten minutes. These are like the last minutes of games. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and yeah, I mean, I I forget when this happened against like who the other team was that scored so late against us, but. Yeah. I felt like we had kind of learned a lesson from that, or at least that's how we were trying to spin it. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about it. It's yeah. like, well, you know, it's it's tough. Get it over with like now, that's, right? Yeah, get it over with <laughs> now. And it's like, no, don't like turn this into a habit. Yeah. Do not turn this into a habit. Because then it gets like this, in your head. Yeah. But look, at this point now, like because like this is where I, what I need to see now moving forward is for like Freya to make overtly defensive tactical adjustments mm-hmm. after we get up in any game. Right. I want to yeah. see I want to see her adjusting. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that she can sit back and not do anything at this point. Yeah. You know, I think she has to. I think she has to get involved. It's clear. It's clear that they need a jolt or jump start or something in the second half um when we're holding on to a lead. Because yeah, totally. It's it's just. I mean, you could feel it coming. You could really feel that coming. You know, it was it's, it's, Portland this is, when we gave up a goal in the 90, 90 plus six. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That oh my god! That one! Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, like what the fuck? <laughs> and these these teams are all above us in the standings. Like yeah. these would be huge W's exactly. to get. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I'm Man, curious. I mean, you got so them that's, at home. That's four, you know? three. That's three points lost. Going from a win to a tie and a tie to a loss. Well, I guess really it's a lot. A win to a loss. It's like four points lost. We should keep track of this for the end of the year. I'm curious for where we end up and and where these these games would go. Yeah. Um, well, who I'm curious about this. Who was your, your player of the match for us? I mean, part of me says it just it shouldn't go to an outfield player and it needs to go to DD with the PK save. And and like we didn't actually talk about it, but when Fishlock hits the crossbar, it like bounces back to a rain player and they hit it. And DD is like up and jumps and makes a save immediately. She does a great job on that play, too. I was so, gonna say her too. I think yeah. she was the the best player yeah um that we had out there but you know the wild thing is like still a lot of like mistakes while while saying that too but yeah she also did a good job of i mean she's really kind of gets the crowd hyped like people like the fans love her mm-hmm. you know yeah she does involve the crowd she does like, involve the crowd really good and like mm-hmm. so people kind of people love the dramatics and like um yeah it's fun it's fun to watch her um make all these incredible saves and get the crowd going nuts and stuff like that. So I feel like she was probably man of the match to me. Totally. Woman of the match. Woman. Yeah. I just don't think you could give it to a field player. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. It's yeah. Unless it was like both goals came from the same player or something like that, you know, but giving up a two goal lead. can't do it. That's so tough. Um, All right, let's look at some of these stats here. I wish we had more interesting things to say about Tobin and Kristen. This is Um, is tough. I mean, we're just like, (laughs) uh, it's just, I don't know how to spin this one positive. I just don't. We gave up 20, was it? It's like 25 shots. 
Yeah, so we gave up 25 shots. They had 12 on target, which is a lot of on target shots. Um, we had. They had 20 crosses. They had 20 crosses. Wow. Yeah. Um, did they almost have they had 80 more passes than we did? Man. Yeah, they pretty much had every stat you want to have. I mean, we had more duels won, but I think that's just because we were on the back foot for so long. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a, a stat you want to really be leading in. Yeah, that's not, you know, it's not. No. Zero offsides for us. Zero offsides. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, so, and like, similar to uh so friday night we had two seattle la games in la in like a 24-hour period actually so because that friday night was lafc seattle sounders and i think the roles were kind of reversed where the sounders one of the commentators i think it was actually twelman who said that like you know the sounders could play another half and they still wouldn't look like they were going to score and it kind of got to that in the second half with us too i think it did yeah i think that's what that's what's leaving kind of like a sour taste yeah. is like, I, should, I you don't know. know. Yeah. And like the subs aren't necessarily impacting any of that too. Yeah. So it's frustrating because that's kind of like the only thing you can do I know, to really yeah, change the dynamic. Like, you know, they, they get the lead back and it's like LaRue and Endo are off. Fuck. Right. <laughs> right. Not even one of them is still on the field. So. <sighs> Yeah, I'm I'm starting to to direct my um criticisms kind of squarely at Freya at this mm-hmm. point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like there's there could be better managers out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and we'll see like if the if if this starts like if we can make this playoff push and really like get into the playoffs like Yeah, I feel like she's earned another season. I don't know what mm-hmm. her contract looks like or whatever, but I don't know. If we don't make the playoffs, I'd be interested in seeing what else is out there potentially. I think that's fair because we go back to the beginning of the season, like they're trying to build a brand. They're trying to brand themselves as bigger than that, like bigger than just a soccer club. And they're, you know, destroying the league and average attendance and stuff. So we should we should be given something good on the field. And if it's not going to be pretty, then it needs to win. And right now it's not doing either. Well, and I think on paper too, I mean, like this team should be pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah. Um, especially with just even the up top combo of like LaRue and Endo. Mm-hmm. And then we got like really good defenders and like, you know, Didi has been playing really well. Midfield maybe is becoming more and more of a question mark. I, I felt really solid about them. I know you guys had, a lot of criticisms yeah. early on of the midfield. It was taking me like longer to see that, but I would say like I'm I'm starting to see that as well now. Yeah, I mean, I know I get it. It's it's. I think a lot of it is the formation for is trying to play. When you're doing a three person midfield, they just have to be able to control the game as three. Yeah. For sure. then we have so many times when it's three, our attacking line is three up top, just waiting and just standing there. And they're not going to track back because then they're completely out of position for when we do have the ball. So if we, yeah, I don't know. It's just going to turn into a broken record. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and, and you pointed out um, 
the crosses number that they had 20 and then that was to our 10. So like Mm -hmm. twice as many, you know, and, and crosses is a positive stat category. Like, yeah, yeah, crosses are dangerous. Like the more crosses that come in, the more chances something good happens, you know, you know, earlier in the season, we were making fun of uh, how many corners we had because we hear the Cedar Sinai sponsorship every single time. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, that at least means you're doing something. We were complaining mm-hmm. how we weren't converting the corners, but at least we were getting the corners then. Yeah, totally. So we're mm-hmm. not even getting the corners now. Yeah. So um, that was tough, man. I mean, that's, and you know, the, the rain is kind of a traditional powerhouse, like, but they're not really top of the table. Like if you look at, yeah, you know, they're, they're only they're only fifth and we're mm-hmm. seventh. Like we're pretty close to them. They got 20 points. We got 17. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of on our level. Like, and again, like we're up to nothing. We got them beat. Like we should yeah. absolutely be seeing that game out at home at yeah. home. Just pass the ball around, you know, like play possession for a half. Yeah. <laughs> Even like time wasting, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, like antics and everything. That's when they come into play. No, We had zero sportsmanship in the like shithousery sportsmanship. Right. No, we just kind of let, let the game happen. Yeah. It was very passive. And that's, that's like situational things that you could coach. Yeah. Yeah. It really felt like it needed a player to just get a yellow card and go in hard to kind of start a fight just to get the energy and the team up. You know, we like yeah, need, yeah. we needed a play like that. That was just like, let's get the adrenaline going again. Let's get some fuck yous. Let's like, let's get yeah. it intense again. Yeah, yeah. Need need a little more intensity. Kind of like they're trying to steal what you already have. Mm-hmm. Like we have the win. Like these mm-hmm. are the people trying to steal it. There, there was no, yeah, no animosity, no real kind of nastiness that I think we needed to close that game out with. Yeah. Um, yeah. When is the next game for, for Angel City? All right. Let's see when the next game is. I think it's next weekend, August 7th, away. Orlando. Man, Orlando, we, that's a team we need to be playing right now. Yeah, didn't they beat us earlier too? Yeah, they did. Or they tied us. Man, that's right. We didn't even beat Orlando at home. No, we lost. Yeah, they no, won they, nothing. They, oh, beat, my. they beat us. I think, was that LaRue <laughs> that scored? Yeah, that was LaRue that scored. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What a wow. season it has been. This wow. is away. So, yeah. yeah. Away. We got to get this one. Yeah. We got to get this one. Let's see. I think Orlando was playing tonight. Let's see how they did. I think they lost. If they were playing, it looks Chicago. like they, they tied. Oh, they tied. Kansas City oh, two to two. Right. Um, Kansas oh. City is a playoff team. So, yeah. Um, current. current playoff team. So, you know, I mean, this this league is is pretty close um, across the board. I do think kind of anything could happen. Yeah. Oh, Orlando gave up a two goal lead. Hey, we know about that. Yeah, this is the showdown right here. And then next home game, I think, is the week after that, right? Yeah. Let's see. The fourteenth against Chicago. Okay, that'll be a fun one. That will eight p.m. prime time. There we go. Nice. Oh, yeah. CBS Sports Network. We're not even Paramount Plus. That is primetime, baby. Nice. We'll be on the telly. Um, I expect another good, good showing for that. Hey, I mean, on a positive note, again, we can say like 
still a great atmosphere. They're and getting more. The game's fun. awesome. It's like, like wild. Yeah, it's getting more, the, more fun. The, 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 it's so much fun to just camp out at Christmas Lane before the game and just chill and take it all in. And yeah, oh uh, yeah, no, the games are too much fun. The sunset last night was perfect. We got like some great pinks and purples going. We could see the moon. Uh, Cynthia and I were talking about how we were talking about moving down into the lower bowl next year for our season tickets. But at the same time, we love the view we get up there. Yeah. It's such a great view. Um, and in, in line with that, the, uh, the rain coach said after the game that she's never been anywhere like it in her life. Um, speaking of the atmosphere at the stadium, there we she go. said it's absolutely phenomenal. And uh, here it's a party in the best possible way. Mm. You love to hear it. That that coach seemed like a character too. Um, yeah. I could just you can just tell from like I love fired up coaches. Yeah, and just from like a pure passion like standpoint. If you like, why was Freya not kind of out on the touchline, like imploring and like begging the team oh, the rain to like coach play harder? Like, like the rain coach was all over the place. She wears sweatpants and sits on a cooler. Like she's there to fucking coach. I it's love great. it. Yeah. What's her name? Laura Harvey. Yeah. She's great. Laura Harvey is fantastic. Yeah. She looks great. She looked great. So, uh, Freya, if you're listening, step it up. More sweatpants, more sweatpants, more cooler talk. We need it. For real. We need it. For real. But a couple weeks, couple weeks break between episodes again. And by that point, man, we're going to be really be in the playoff push. I mean, this is points are really going to start mattering. Not that they don't now, but like really start mattering. We're right on that line. Yeah. Um, well, looking forward to it. And uh, we're going to, of course, keep our eyeballs on the team and let you guys know of uh, everything that we're seeing. Um, keep watching these games. Keep rooting these ladies on. Stay strong, y'all. We got this. <laughs> it's going to be long. It's going to be long. Well, we got you. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you all soon. Have a good one.